Welcome Spartans to Mission Debrief. We're playing every mission of the mainline Halo video game series in chronological order, discussing our experiences and talking about super neat lore stuff along the way. If you'd like to play along and have your thoughts read in the show, too bad we don't know when there's going to be another game. Uh, but you can still email us, podcastevolved at gmail.com, or drop us a tweet. Uh, actually, I'm not on Twitter anymore. Are you guys on Twitter? I am not on yeah. Twitter. I've bailed. I'm on Twitter. I think the, the handle still exists, at podcastevolved.com. Yeah. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, visit Evolved on Patreon, or sign up for Manscaped. Get 20% off Manscaped, plus free shipping with our promo code EVOLVED at manscaped.com. For everything Evolved has to offer, visit EvolvedHalo.com. This episode, long-awaited episode, we're talking about the co-op experience that was added to Halo Infinite sometime during the pandemic. I don't really remember when it was. Actually, we do, but it was. It feels like forever ago. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, alongside Lucas Fitzer. Say something. And Krista Brown. Why? Why can't I kill Marines? This is this is an outrage. Lucas, do I have to write your intro? No, I literally am going to say, say something, because... <laughs> that's what it says. That's what Chris used to do it's when, when we started this whole thing. So yeah, I that's why he it. tells me what to say now. Just, okay. can you write out the entire script line by line can, can, Do you want me to say something else? I could, we could, you could no, read you could. <laughs> no, we're keeping all of this David, in. David, we miss you. Um, <laughs> all right, so co-op. We've been talking about this. We've been teasing about this for long, long times. And we finally made it, finally got together. Uh, well, most of us got together. The core crew, we just couldn't find the right time. But Lucas is filling in for David. Thank you for joining us no, today. Thank you. David's um, a married man now. He doesn't yeah. have time for us. I'm the opposite of a married man, so I, I have a little you more are. free time. Oh, you are. So, <laughs> um, so uh, just a quick overview. Co-op campaign. So it was added. It was actually added during the winter update. Um of 2022 so last year if you're listening to this you know within a reasonable time frame november 8th 2022 and that is uh just under a year from the initial release of of halo infinite which was released november 15th 2021 so what this update includes it includes campaign network co-op tier split screen is dead forever bonnie you lied to us we love you, Bonnie. <laughs> Never forgetting, rest in spaghetti. Okay, everyone from three four three got fired. So. Yeah, well, that happened. Yeah. So we can't play co op or split. Well, we can't play split screen co op, but we can still play over the internets, which is you know, I mean, that's how everybody plays anyway. Um, we do have mission replay as well, so we have some thoughts on that, which is neat. I feel like that that might have been the hardest thing, and one of the things that was delaying. I feel like the the launch of this or including this in the package of Halo Infinite at launch. And then it also included the Forge beta. And we're not here to talk about Forge. Forge is neat, but we're not here to talk about Forge. Um, what you can't do, again, like I said, we can't do split screen. How important is that for you guys? Krista, how important is split screen co-op campaign experience? I play on my PC. So not important at all. Not, not at all. <laughs> I don't think you can share one keyboard. That'd be awkward. Was it a thing for you in the when you're growing up though, like when back in the younger days? Oh yeah, when I was a kid. I mean, when you're a kid and you don't have your own console, you go over your friend's house to play. It was essential. Mm -hmm. Um, I I would still say that's probably for for younger people. I'd say that's probably still a thing. Um, You know, your friend has an Xbox. You don't. You go over their house to play games. Yeah. You you can't play together. (laughs) Yeah. No. I have like um, you have kids or boys. I have kids. So a lot of the stuff like uh, the games i play with them or when they have their buddies over it's the games like that have split screens so, like minecraft that has split screen um a lot so we've been playing lots of minecraft stuff the minecraft dungeons um uh rocket league i think has split screen yes it is split screen um so th- so yeah so like essentially and not that i'm playing halo with my kids right now anyway but i can't play co-op with my kids when they're old enough to play co-op split screen unless i get you know multiple devices which is a bummer 
which is a big miss. I think everybody agrees it's a big I, miss. I feel like split screen now, at least for us as adults, is more like party games, like the Rocket Leagues. You know, we could all play mm-hmm. Mario Party or Mario Party, or yeah, in yeah, a Mario Kart or you know Super Smash Brothers or something like that, or you know the plethora of other games that people can play, like Jackbox. But, but if like, you want to play something like Halo. hardcore, like Halo, you want to be at your own setup. Like yeah. I played Halo Three with my brother. We played a lot of custom games, but now like we're all old enough where like he's got a stable job, I've got a stable job. Uh, we can just buy the games and just play them together and we live 40 minutes away so like i ain't going over there just to play a split screen co-op with him mm-hmm. that's a good point maybe maybe halo's past that moment of being the co- couch co-op game um you're just gonna play something else anyway i don't know that's interesting to think about maybe that's how they prioritize it they, they realize that not many people were doing it anymore but it's it's hard because it's a legacy thing it's traditionally halo that's how it launched right you could you could do that on every game up until recently. So maybe just times have changed. I don't know. So I think we can still bitch and complain about it, but it's not a thing. So something that is a thing, the thing that they gave us is the campaign network co-op, and that's what we experienced before the show. We uh, went in, fucked around, did some stuff, shot some bad guys, all that sort of stuff. So we have lots of the you know input thoughts. And uh, I, I think we've been holding off on this show because, um, well, for one, we just haven't been able to get together recently, but also we wanted to um, provide the perspective. Other Our other shows have, have talked about co-op, but we wanted to provide the perspective of how does this affect the campaign specifically. Um, we didn't get to experience co-op while we were playing originally when we recorded the original um, mission debrief series, which we typically do uh, a little bit and just mess around and kind of have that conversation. So at least this is kind of like our follow-up. Okay, now that it's added in, what do we think about you know that campaign experience, how it affects things, the story, all that sort of stuff. So that's what we'll be digging into today. Um, any initial thoughts? I'll toss it to you, the newcomer, Lucas, as you're coming out. Uh, you played co-op a couple times already, right? Yeah, um, so we you, played it when it was in the beta. Out. And then I think it was, um, I know Aaron and I played with some of the people from the Facebook page. Um, and we, we had a blast. We did a little bit of that and we did a little bit of Forge. And so we went and messed around, did some achievements. And mm-hmm. um, I liked it. It's a lot of fun. It's definitely not something that, I don't know. I feel like doing the game by myself and doing the story by myself was good so I could pay attention to the story. Because I guarantee you, if I played with you guys and we just went through the whole campaign, I would miss half the story and I'd be more concerned about <laughs> team killing and fucking yeah. around and doing all that hey. stuff. <laughs> right. But that's because that's fun, right? That is, that's it absolutely is fun. But mm-hmm. I, I wish it was there at the beginning. Um, and the other, you know, the other end of the sword is. Um, now that I've done everything, completed everything, doing around co-op is just fucking around and trying to see what kind of things you can break with your friends. It's not yeah. like playing through the campaign and like completing it as a group or anything like that. Chris, I remember the original conversation we were having about the campaign. I think it was in the hype leading up to it. And I forget if we knew that we weren't going to be able to do co-op. Um, but we we were taught because we're the lore nerds. I think all of us were like, well, I'm I'm not going to play co-op in my first playthrough anyway because of, yeah. of what Lucas just said. Oh, oh, 100%. I mean, y'all are distracting. <laughs> I want to listen to all the little dialogue and stuff as you walk through a mission. It's hard to do that with someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think even if we were being extremely respectful of the story, it would still be distracting to play with other people. So, no, I, I always play Halo solo for the first couple runs anyway because of that. So, But I, a lot of people only play Halo co-op. So, yeah, right. There's a lot of people that are weird. We're kind of weird. We're yeah. the lore nerds. We're kind of weird introverts. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, play it in a sense of they have a friend that they just they play co-op games with, you know, their other friend and they they want to they don't want to play the game until that co-op experience is out because they have fond memories of that. And so I never I had some of those memories, but it, I never had a friend where like, "Oh, we had to play this game co-op together except for maybe like army of two but that was specifically designed to be a co-op game and not mm-hmm. what and not a halo game with co-op yeah. added yeah no I, I know a lot i think there are quite a few i don't know what the it's probably a small percentage but there are quite a few people that do that 
do wait or did wait until this came out to finally play through the campaign. I don't know how you'd avoid spoilers, but um, hopefully they did. Um, but but I guess just to reiterate what we're talking about is you're gonna miss stuff along the way. Like I, I don't see, and maybe maybe there is some people or are some people that do this, but like you play a mission and like when you're playing it single player, you're kind of absorbing everything and you're like you're trying to figure out the story and whatnot, and then maybe you're shooting somebody a message say, hey, how far have you gotten? This just happened. But I don't feel like in the moment when you're playing, you're having those conversations. You're not like, what, what, what does she say? Oh, oh, and then like you're not having like that mission debrief conversation while you're in the moment playing co-op. Um, I feel like that's kind of after every, after people have beat it, and you can go and you know work through the story actually, you know, as to what was actually going on with other people. So anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, for campaign stuff, we feel like. I guess it's the consensus that for us, from a story standpoint, we're going to play it single player, absorb the story anyway. So the co-op, so from that standpoint, the co-op is just kind of to fuck around um, and have fun, which is what Halo has always been, right? Halo's always been kind of having fun, messing around, shooting aliens, all that sort of stuff with a cool story um, intertwined. But from a friendship standpoint, uh, playing with friends... um, Krista, did you get, you know, we just messed around just a little bit ago. Did you feel that same fun that you felt in the other Halo games that you've played co-op? Oh, it's 100% just almost like coming home. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you just kind of sit down with your friends, play Halo. You go back into that kind of normal rhythm of playing. You know, Halo Infinite has done a really good job at capturing, like, the feel of classic Halo, but mm-hmm. still with modern amenities. So, I mean, I, I felt pretty much at home. Normal Halo campaign shit. Pop it into campaign. I think the, the first thing we all said was like, oh, this game looks good. If, like, oh, does. yeah, we did, yeah. It does. <laughs> it was running so pretty smoothly, too. We had mm-hmm. um, we didn't have any really like technical issues. There was one thing when, like I guess, Krista left after she died where like her body was floating, just continuing to float <laughs> in midair. But like that adds, in my opinion, to the, the enjoyment of the co-op well, experience. Yeah, the part of Halo, shit. right? Yeah. People dying in weird ways. And oh, absolutely. All over the place. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to think of some other changes. So the way that we loaded in, you still have to like you load into the co-op experience, and uh, I was the leader, and I selected the um, I guess my save slot. I invited you guys, and you had to select your save slot in order to kind of pull in where you were, all the gear that you had unlocked at that time. If yeah, you had so, unlocked things, then you could go in and like we could unlock them together for you. So what I was gonna say is that um what what I was or at least what I've read and what I've seen is whoever has like the least like progress in their campaign save, like that is the progress where you start. So like if I just got out of like the first or second level and just got the um the weapon and you guys had beaten the game, we would start where I was. So we wouldn't mm-hmm. start at the end of the game like you guys had because I hadn't gotten there yet. Right. But at yeah, this point... I think that all makes sense. Right? I'd say like at this point, we that... were all... Right? We were all done with the campaign, so we all picked our, like, completed saves. So we really didn't have, like, too much to actually do when we jumped in. Yeah, that's true. We were kind of... We were looking for dudes to kill, not for the missions to complete. But I feel like if if, if one of the saves hadn't done a mission or hadn't done a a fob or something like that. Then we're like, Oh, well, let's go do this. So let's go help each other out. Right. That makes sense. Um, there, you, so I don't know if you could cut, you could skip cut scenes. It didn't seem like it. Maybe I just didn't find the right button. Um, but that's also a thing when you're playing co-op to the point or we were talking about earlier is like a lot of times you're just like, all right, let's just get to the gameplay. Let's skip this. We, you know, <laughs> I don't care about the story. There's a lot of people that play halo co-op that just want to shoot stuff and don't necessarily care about following everything. Um, so, uh, TBD on if that is actually something we can do or not. Um, the other thing that was interesting is the friendly fire. Krista, you couldn't kill your Marines. <laughs> I couldn't. I exploded a car with them in it and they miraculously lived. It's a fucking miracle. <laughs> and I went up three, and... 343 once again took away something good from Halo. <laughs> I went up and started stabbing the Marines. I ran out of ammo and the guy wouldn't die and I was like, oh. That's disappointing. But you can drop vehicles on them. Like, if you if they're standing underneath the little pad when the pilot comes and drops the vehicles, it kills them. Oh, it yeah. does. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's what happened when I dropped a wasp. It, like, killed the dude. And I was like, oh, hey, free rocket launcher. But you can kill your Spartan buddies. 
but you yes. can't kill the Marines. Correct. I'm trying to think why, what the decision process would be there, but oh well. So just something to be aware of. Um, and then skull-wise, I feel like, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, but like the difficulty, it didn't seem like there were more enemies added because we had three players. Did it feel like that to you guys? It felt like the scaling was just kind of the same as it was single it's, player. Yeah, it seemed exactly the same. It, it seemed a lot easier with three people. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to ramp that difficulty up, you're going to have to add skulls. And oh my god, turning those skulls on was <laughs> a day and night difference. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's touch on that towards the end of the show. We'll go okay. through some categories here and, and talk about that. Um, and then the other thing just to mention is achievement hunting. So they did add a bunch of achievements. Lucas, did you pop those up? Yeah, I did have a few of them. Um, there's like they added 24 of them, but there's only a handful of co-op ones. Um, things like, uh, what do we have? In co-op, complete all seven banished outposts on any difficulty. In co-op, capture all forward operating bases on difficulty. Um, in co-op, kill 100 enemies while all players are riding air vehicles. Um, cool. in co-op kill 50 enemies while riding a mongoose or, um, while riding a vehicle with another player, um, you have to kill in co-op, destroy all cooling towers, at the dig site within 60 seconds of each other. Um, there is one specific one that I don't, oh, here it is. Um, in co-op kill a hunter and its bond brother within three seconds of each other. Oh, so that was a, be hard. we did that. We did that one, um, when Aaron and I played a little co-op. And that you just was, do the threat sensor? You yeah, you do the threat part. sensor, and you keep shooting at both the brothers until they're right about dead, and then um, you kill you kill them. And actually, I think we did the VIP hunters, to be honest. Oh. when we when Because I think we were in that area anyway, and we were looking for hunters, and we're like, oh, we know these VIP ones are here. And it's the same process. You just shoot them a bunch, and mm-hmm. right at the end, you just make sure they die at the same time. So yeah, lots of achievements. I feel like that would be a reason. If you're an achievement person, it would be a, a good reason to pop in and go fuck around. I think all the achievements are, are pretty well humored and, and fun, lighthearted. Um, anything else you guys want to just bring up before we can we go through the categories? That, so uh, what we'll the, do today, we'll go thing. through kind of the tra- traditional the traditional categories um, that we've been doing for all the recap shows. Um, that's kind of how we'll we'll talk through it. Go ahead. I would say the, they had the range, like where you you had to be like, oh yeah, you have to be within a certain range of uh your your friendlies. If you go too far, it it kills whoever's the farthest out from the group. People were very concerned about that. And I feel like that wasn't an issue at all. It was. Us. It's a far range. Like it's not. Yeah. You have to like be very far away. Like I think Colin, you took the wasp and you took just went to another direction of the yeah. map, and so it's a pretty far range. Yeah, that that doesn't seem like a concern because you're gonna want to group up and mess around in the same area anyway felt like there was plenty of space to do that krista did you do you see any issues with it i felt like it was even farther than the other games right they like pull you forward in the other in the other games a lot of times when you don't want to um yeah no all right uh anything else lucas or krista you want to talk about i think that's it before we move on all right let's do it Let's jump into the different categories. I have gameplay. Uh, we can talk about weapons a little bit. We'll talk about vehicles a little bit. The enemies, which kind of plays into difficulty, so we might merge those together. Uh, we did play. We only played one mission together. Um, we just didn't want to go through the whole, the whole entire campaign. We've been there. We've done that. Um, but we can talk about kind of the level design, lore. We saw some cutscenes and whatnot and, you know, talked through most of them. So we can maybe touch on that a bit. Um, and then just like difficulty and, and overall fun factor. So we'll, we'll touch on a couple of categories as we go through this. So gameplay wise, um, Lucas, I'll start back with you. So we're all in the same world. We're running through, like, it felt good to be back into Halo campaign. I've been playing multiplayer myself. So like, you know, I, the, from a like mechanics button standpoint, like, I kind of I'm familiar with everything um, still it's all top of mind but um, when you're in this world with friends did it does it feel different in the campaign does it feel better does it feel worse um I mean it's fun with your friends like it doesn't feel any different you're still using the same mechanics to kill bad guys I mean maybe you have a little bit more tactics where like we were killing um, 
the the brutes with the uh the scrap cannon and i just mm. was like i'm gonna be cannon fodder and so i got their attention and like they looked at me and then you guys shot them so like you can have a little bit more tactical you know planning involved it's not mm-hmm. hiding in the back and poking out and shooting on higher difficulties so i guess gameplay wise like you have some more advantages and yeah. it's a lot easier because you've got more people and if you die you can just spawn back in but it feels like halo co-op it feels like the standard campaign you know i'm still playing it the same way i'm still grappling everywhere i go and trying to kill people as quick as possible <laughs> like it, uh, in that regard it hasn't really changed yeah the so you were referencing we played conservatory and towards the very end there's those two scrap and brute boys that is they're a pain in the ass i think in single player but with more people they're pretty pretty easy so it does unlock some different tactics and, and whatnot krista any thoughts on gameplay uh i like lucas said i don't think it necessarily changes the game at all you just have more people to hang out with while you're playing i guess maybe we didn't really play around much with warthogs or any kind of vehicle that requires two people mm-hmm. if you should have oh yeah um, we did we did the razorback but we didn't do the we did the yeah. razorback but not mm-hmm. a turreted warthog so that probably makes a bit of a difference, but like any other Halo campaign, I don't think multiplayer drastically changes your campaign experience. It just makes it more sociable, mm-hmm. maybe more easier. Yeah, definitely easier. Um, I, and I feel like technically everything worked smoothly. Like I didn't see any dip in frame rate. Maybe there was, and I just didn't notice, but uh, everything seemed to work smoothly as expected. So yeah, like, it, it felt seamless to just pop in with you guys and... And master we were all on PC as well. True. Master we were all race. Master race. <laughs> master race. <laughs> What's what, happened to us? <laughs> what about, yeah, exactly. We've come so far. Uh, Weapon-wise, um, I, let's see here. So you you have your loadout um, that you last saved with, and then, you know, you can go to the fob and, like, gear up and, and all that sort of stuff. But then when you die... You, you get your weapons back, but they don't reload. So we did tinker around with that. And I guess that felt natural. That felt as it should be to me. Um, did, like, weapons-wise, were you messing around with different weapons that you maybe wouldn't have on single-player, Lucas? Or uh, uh, what was your approach? I Maybe in the sense of, like, I wasn't, you know, in single-player, if I didn't have a weapon I wanted, I'd go get it. But we're all kind of trudging along, so it was more of like, I'm just picking up whatever I can pick up at that point. And I ended up, I think I ended up with a needler and uh, um, the focus rifle or whatever, not the focus rifle, whatever the covenant equivalent. Yeah, yeah, that guy. I ended Mm -hmm. up with that. And so, like, I was just using those where at single player, before I do a mission, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go stop and get my, you know, UNSC weapons because... I like the kinetic weapons a lot more, and mm-hmm. and so here I was just kind of running and gunning and just picking things up as uh as I as I went along. So, Krista, um, so let me get this thought out because it just popped in my head. I'm gonna backtrack just a second back to gameplay. Um, so it was fun being in the world. I love being in the world with you guys together. I it felt sparse. So um, like when when we were kind of blazing through the enemies that were presented in front of us, what if? what if there was like those MMO bass boss battle things like where all of a sudden maybe like a, they dropped a scarab, something big, you know, something banished, but like a scarab in the middle of the map. And we all had to work together to fight that. Like that would be rad, right? Yeah. Like a major boss or something. The problem is we both, we all loaded up saves where we had completed everything in the game. True. So we did end up do like redoing one of the covenant bases or banished yep. bases but um there was nothing actually for us to do in the overworld because we had all completed it on our own mm-hmm. and the reason we picked those saves to begin with is because we wanted all of our like upgrades all our stuff, stuff. Like that. if we if we all started from the very beginning we'd have nothing so that's true the difficulty would have ramped up or it would have been different um it'll ramped up a little bit differently but yeah um krista did you because we were co-op did you use different weapons at all um, no. <laughs> yeah, right. No. But they all felt like they all felt good, you know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. My did. I like, mean, everything handles so well. But the reason I bring up the kind of the encounter or whatever you want to call it, where there's like a big boss or something like that, um, especially post campaign, like what we we're going through, that would be a cool, fun little ad. Especially there's like 
I know that there's that little island on the on the north side that really doesn't have anything. It's got like one one HVT and that's it. Um, maybe that's like the I don't know the event zone or something like that. Kind of um, like in Destiny where they you walk around and they have those like bosses just that just kind of appear and everyone yeah kind of... something like that. I feel like that would be cool and and that would um that would make you coordinate a little bit differently so like speaking about weapons it's like maybe one of one of us like like lucas did with those brutes maybe one of us is going up close while chris is sniping and then i'm chucking grenades or something like that like it would add to the the tactical nature of the encounters whereas when we were going through both the campaign mission and the um the base i feel like i was just kind of doing what i normally do in halo um so yeah. What about vehicles? So it was fun. We messed around with some wasps. We didn't do the warthog. We probably should have done that. Um, but we did do the Razorback. Um, thoughts on driving stuff, Lucas? Um, you can. Everybody can have a vehicle, so everyone can technically have a wasp. So like, that's kind of cool. You get four. If you yeah. got four people, you put four people into a wasp. Mm-hmm. Um, I played in a multiplayer, so like that's it's probably a very similar situation on using a warthog, just shooting people. Um, we also didn't do is we didn't get all the marines in the back of our Razorback with those uh, the Sentinel beam, oh. the, the 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 upgraded Sentinel beam, which just <laughs> melts everything. So like, yeah. other, but other than that, like it's fine. We all sat in the back. I don't like. I know it's a Halo thing where you can't like aim down your your sights. Like I had the. Um, I didn't get to try a sniper rifle. I think I had the BR and it wasn't doing it. It might not have been. It might have been the commando I had and I wasn't able to do that. So it might be only like a sniper rifle thing. But uh, I had to do the usual hip shooting uh, mm-hmm. from the third person perspective uh, from the vehicle. Yeah, right. Um, Krista, did you drive at all, or you were just you were riding? You hitched. No, ride. I was just riding. I was. Yeah. I was. I was there for the ride. Yeah. Yeah, I was riding on top of one of the uh, wasps. I was riding on the Razorback. You know, all the good stuff. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that, that's cool because you don't have to drive. So if somebody is the good driver, and we've talked about this in Mission Debrief, whereas I think what David usually was the driver. David's the driver. Yeah, yeah. I make David drive. Exactly. So if you don't want to drive, let let David drive. You can just have fun. Hop on a wing or hop in the back seat and shoot stuff. So yeah, I feel I feel like that all felt good, and I I did like that that you know something in playing the solo campaign when you have a warthog and there's no marine around, it's like a pain in the ass to switch back to the turret, right? So now you just have your have a buddy back there, which just feels natural. Um, enemy wise, yeah, I think we touched on it briefly, but like it didn't feel like it's they scaled it all. Like, I don't think that the enemies had more health unless we added the skulls, which we did. Um, and that, that made it, I don't know for me, that made it more fun. And maybe that's just cause I'm playing Diablo right now and there's a shitload of enemies and they're, you know, some of them are more difficult than the others. But, um, just when the enemies are too weak and you're just too overpowered, it doesn't feel, I don't know. It's not super enjoyable to me. I don't know. Krista, do you feel different? Um, no, I I agree. I mean, and we were playing on heroic, like, so they weren't all the way. They up, weren't all the way, but, but it's still like it was super easy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was we definitely. Tried a couple. It was better when we tried a couple skulls. On yeah, the, I didn't the die. Base. I didn't die at all. No, not at all. <laughs> I did least. No one did. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a lot more fun, and it was a lot better scaled. I think even on legendary, it would have been so i think the skulls help yeah yeah i feel like especially in the open world and this plays into to level design a little bit the open world's so cool right like the like it's so cool just to have all that space to, to roam around um in single player campaign i guess it feels natural that it's it's, f- it's fairly sparse and you'll come up on a couple different enemies um and it'll feel like a, at least a fairly interesting encounter as you're traversing to the next mission and whatnot but here it felt with with three players i'm sure with four or just two it felt very empty too empty so that i feel like that is something and who knows if they're going to go back and and add that option maybe as us maybe that's another skull just like add more banished add more enemies 
but it felt the world felt too sparse to me. Lucas, how'd you feel about that? I would agree that it feels too sparse, but I feel like that's every open world game. You play Far Cry, you play not necessarily Zelda because Zelda they have the Blood Moon thing where it like respawns all the enemies over time, but like mm-hmm. you get to a point in open world games where you're like, I've done everything, I've I'm super upgraded, I've got everything, and there's just nothing to do. And there's no one really in the area because you've cleared it all out. So, like, that just, like, is an unfortunate downside of open world games. So, mm-hmm. but, and it, it plays into Halo Infinite as well. So we played Conservatory together. Um, Krista, how did that feel from, like, a level design standpoint? You know, as you recall back to playing it single player, I remember that mission specifically. I think it was it's a little monotonous as you're kind of going through the different you know, long, um, windy, forerunnery area. It's kind of classic low. Halo, though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's very, like, you're in a forerunner structure. There are enemies you're trying to get from A to Z. And there's some big rooms where there's a bunch of enemies, and then there's some small corridors that you try to get through, maybe a couple really strong, like, boss-like enemies sprinkled throughout. I mean, it's very classic Halo, so it was a good mission to play. Did it feel like it worked co-op? Like some missions maybe are too tight or too wide, but did it work for you? Oh no, it was a lot of fun. There was plenty of room for all of of us to maneuver, even though it was kind of a corridor crawler. So Mm -hmm. that was really nice. It's very, obviously it's Forerunner, so it's very spacious. They like their high ceilings. (laughs) And of course, now that we have the grapple hook, we all have a lot more verticality. Yeah. You can, I mean, there's, there's a lot of places that we can all be sprinkled around throughout a room. Well, I forgot about the animal boxes too. And that that you know, I oh, feel like there were yes. plenty of weapons around anyway. But just having the ammo boxes there was like, oh, I could just keep my BR this whole time. Definitely, definitely. It is nice. I do like that. Uh, and then at the end, we had the uh, we were fighting all the skimmers, and like usually mm-hmm. that's a tough fight than it than it was. But like we breezed through them, and again, it was on heroic. But we breezed through that pretty quickly as well. And that goes back mm-hmm. to the the difficulty and a spike with like the enemies yeah yeah exactly i I didn't feel especially in this mission specifically i didn't feel that panic moment where it's like oh i didn't kill enough skimmers and now they're sniping me and then oh here the the berserker brutes that are gonna hunt me down and like oh okay i'm dead and i gotta start over at a a check mark like i didn't have that panic i was i just wandered off to the side you guys are in the middle i was like you know I, i at no point thought we were gonna die or, or wipe um so there were some good cutscenes through that mission too we get to see purple cortana yay and, yeah purple cortana she's badass um did it break the immersion of the story having three master chiefs running around a little a little i mean in the cutscene in the cutscene yeah. it's not there it's still the one master chief but like i said we're all used to it or like Krista said, we're all used to it after playing plenty of co-op Halo games. Like it doesn't doesn't really change anything too much. I would have liked, like everyone was like, I would have liked either your multiplayer Spartan or I was even mentioning like ODSTs because I know he's the only Spartan around. So like maybe ODSTs and they, you know, you know how ODST is where like they, they still have all the same health, but you know, they just look different sort of things. So like I'd be okay with that as well. Well, it would have been interesting, too, if they did go that route. Not that there's any ODSTs in Halo Infinite, but if they did go that route, um, maybe the co-op people, maybe one person is all-powerful Master Chief, um, and then the ODSTs aren't quite as, they don't have as much health or something like that, just to to make them make you feel more like a supporting character to whoever's the main person of the game. Well, then it detracts. Then the uh, the only other problem is it detracts from the ideas. Like this is everybody's campaign that we're all loading yeah. into. So right. you're still don't have the mission. So like it's, I get why they put all master chiefs. Cause it's like, we're still completing your campaign, mm-hmm. each of us individually. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you, that would be like a whole new thing, right? If you, if you were playing as ODSTs, cause then you wouldn't have all the gear and all the other stuff. Um, you would just be playing the one person's campaign, and then yeah, yeah, I could see how that they. I'm sure they thought that through, right? They they made that decision. But that would be, but a it cool, would be at least nice to have multiplayer. That would be a cool um, addition. Skins. Like you add in, like there's another campaign co-op, but and there's one host, 
and they're the master chief and everybody else are ODSTs and ODSTs because there are none in the actual campaign you can throw them in and that's the only place you're going to see them in the actual mm-hmm. campaign which I think would be awesome yeah are they missing something here are they missing a Spartan Ops thing Krista do you think oh please don't say that <laughs> <laughs> um I think I mean, something, it would be nice to have, like, something where you go on the map and there's, like, Destiny-esque world events right. and stuff like that you can do. God, please don't bring back Spartan Ops, I'll die. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, if you're not, if you are all not starting the campaign from the very beginning, it doesn't make much sense. Um, yeah. You're, you're, you're just kind of doing that to dick around. So, I mean, the best way to do it would be to just start the campaign from the beginning and just start a separate save file with your buds mm-hmm. that you can go through and do everything. But, you know, then you don't have all your cool shit, which is unfortunate. Yeah, and they probably also did it this way because they were a year ba- behind, really. So maybe this would have been an update that they added, but um, the fact that I guess to focus so much on the fact that, hey, you, you have all your stuff, and we made sure that that was built in. Um, so being able to come into co-op and not having to, not being forced to restart, I feel like if we had to, for, um, if the three of us, if that wasn't in there and we had to start from the very beginning of the campaign, that would have been annoying, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because then you got to go through the first, like, three missions until you hit the open world. So it's going to take yeah. us, like, 45 minutes to an hour to get through all that. Right, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm happy with with that decision, but the the one miss I think for for me anyway is um I would love to just you know, it's a chance to show off your armor that you're playing with in in multiplayer. So I've been cool to at least wander around in that because what Reach did that right. Um, yeah, Reach did that, and in the uh, the infinite cutscenes for multiplayer, it shows your uh, multiplayer Spartan. Oh, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. like. You could, I don't know, you could show off your Spartan, because I love the freaking Mark, the Halo Reach armor, the Mark 5B is like my favorite, so I would have loved mm-hmm. to see that in the campaign. Yeah. What, for you, Krista, could they have done to make the difficulty better? I think any kind of scaling would have been better. Um, mm-hmm. More enemies, or just stronger enemies, but I don't know, I... I think if you're going to play co-op, you should just go with Legendary or throw on a couple skulls or something like that. Or, I mean, maybe you're just playing the campaign to play the campaign through and you don't care about the difficulty. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the game does give you basically developer tools to make stronger enemies if you so desire. So maybe it's better that they have that instead of uh, automatically scaling stuff. You can kind of scale it yourself. Yeah, I think they are missing a skull where it's like add more enemies. Yeah. Um, because it felt like the same amount of bodies that we needed to kill, but we could we could make them difficult, more difficult. But with three people, we just need more stuff to shoot at, I feel like. Yes. I think just more stuff in the overworld would have been better. Like mm-hmm. I said, we already did everything in the overworld, so we kind of have that experience of just coming across random bases and killing the Covenant or the Banished. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Lucas, any thoughts on that? Uh, you guys pretty much hit the nail on the head with that. Like, maybe just add a skull that adds more enemies or just when you're in co-op, just add more enemies into the open world. I would have thought would have been would have been a little better, but it's still fun. Yeah, it's still fun, but I feel like we're, yeah, yeah, that's not, that's not the having miss. That's enough the miss. stuff to shoot at. I mean, that's the reason you're playing the game is to shoot aliens, right? Shoot aliens and so. doesn't afraid of anything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So overall, fun factor. I guess maybe we just talk about this. Where does where does this stack up against the other Halo co-op campaign experiences? Does it crack top three for you, Krista, or are the other games still better when it comes to a co-op experience? Halo Infinite's so different because it does have that open world element. It's yeah. it's such a different co-op experience. Like, yes, you can just do the regular Halo co-op experience and just go from mission to mission. 
But I think, like, starting a new game with your friend and doing the entire open world experience is super cool. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't rank it super high on my, like, if if I'm if I'm having the boys over, what Halo game are we going to be playing? It's probably not going to be Halo Infinite. Yeah, I would rather. Again, this isn't an option. But if I'm having the boys over, and I want to play Halo, um, I probably wouldn't play campaign. Again, this isn't reality. But I would rather just play multiplayer if they're over, right? Or cut just from a, custom from a Halo, games from a Halo Infinite standpoint. Yeah, because Halo Infinite multiplayer is great. It, and, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, what about you, Lucas? I'm the same thing. I wouldn't put it in my top three co-op games, but it's a fun co-op game to do. Um, it's mm-hmm. definitely a lot of fun, but it's it. To be fair, though, they're stacking up against some like giants and like you know Halo Three, Halo Reach, you know ODST, Halo CE. Like it, it's hard to beat those co-op experiences. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still a fantastic campaign. It's still a fun campaign to play with friends too. So let's run through our list. We we did come up with a top three. What what are yours, Lucas? Um, so my first one is ODST, which usually people don't pick ODST, but that's like yeah, all time favorite. Hey, Halo game of all time, so, um, and then I'd have Halo Three in the co-op experience. In the co-op experience, so yeah, it's because, your favorite, and then also the co-op. Yeah, it's it's my favorite. favorite. That sweet, that smooth jazz, and uh, you know, and then like doing. <laughs> you the, like jazz. I love the jazz, or doing the last level on Legendary, where everybody's in rocket hot or rocket mongooses, and you have unlimited rocket mongooses, and you're just trying to fend off going down that highway. It's like one of my favorite co-op experiences rocket hog no no it's you get you get the mongoose it's like an achievement you got to do the last level on with four player co-op yeah yeah yeah. so there's no no rocket there's no rocket hog you pick up a rocket launcher with unlimited ammo Uh, and sit on the back yeah yeah yeah. so so that that is that is my co-op and then it's not really campaign but like the whole firefight experience i had with um co-op and odst like really got me that's that's why i loved it so much so so I would put that, then I would put Halo 3. Uh, I put sunk so many hours into Halo 3, especially doing the Vidmaster challenges and mm-hmm. trying to do the last level on Legendary with the Iron Skull on, I think it is, with getting the ghosts at the end, and that was a fun time. And then Reach. Reach, just playing with your friends and having your custom armor on, always a fun time. Yeah, I think that's a big game. Well, I don't know. I do like Halo Infinite. There's a lot in there now that we have all these updates but something that I would love for them to add is a PVE experience because the campaign isn't what I'm wanting for a PVE. It's fine, but it's not It's not everything that I, I want out of a, hey, let's, to your point, Krista, earlier, like let's get the boys together and go play some Halo together. I would love to have that PVE thing, whatever whatever it would be in this, in this game. Krista, what's your ranking? Uh... Halo 3, Halo Reach, uh, and then ABCDODST. <laughs> Alphabet Soup so the game. Same, same yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same, same games, different order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Halo 3 is hard to beat. That's my number one. Like, Halo 3 is so it's, much fun. It's cool. so good. That was mm-hmm. like pinnacle. Like, it, is. it was the first time you got four player co op in a Halo game. Plus are different characters. You get two saying Healy. It's, it's, yeah, you get to play as the Barbiter. It's great. Yeah, right. I would, so if I had to put like Halo 3 and ODST, like ODST would be like a 10 and Halo 3 would be like a 9.99999. So like, <laughs> they're just like both right there, but I have to pick one. And so I'm going to pick ODST. Yeah. I guess, and some of the detraction is the fact that we can't do the split screen. Because I mean, that's that's the charm of, of that, those older games yeah, too. So. Absolutely. Uh, Halo 3 is definitely my number one. I put Halo CE in there. I think that's a cool experience. It's a lot tighter experience um, overall, but it is still a lot of fun, I feel like, to go back to and do co-op with. Um, and then oh, I re- Some of those I re- levels are so much fun. Like, yeah. Salt in the control room and Halo. And, and plus you're limited to two players, right? So, yes. like, from a scaling difficulty standpoint, it feels better. Um, and I, I like having a little difficulty in my games, so... Uh, yeah, I like, I like CE, and then I have Reach also. Reach is very good from that standpoint. Um, okay, well, we're almost we're almost there. I do want to talk about one other thing. Um, well, maybe this is two things. What is your wish list? 
So if they were to enhance uh, Halo Infinite campaign, what's your wish list? And then what do you actually think is going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Those are two different things. Um, I've listed a lot of my wish list already, but what 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 do you think? Where do you think it's actually going to go? Uh, Lucas, why don't you start? Okay, so for a campaign experience and a general campaign experience, I just we all want DLC. We need some sort. I can't wait another six years for mm-hmm. another Halo campaign. Like, uh, I need some. We need something in between, and the books aren't coming out quick enough for us to continue to uh, uh, to feed that that love we have for the this game. Um, yeah. Uh, if they do some sort of firefight game mode, that would be really cool. I, I would be okay with a like you said PVE like a firefight game mode would be awesome. Um, and then if they just they just gave you the option to be like, hey, you can have your multiplayer Spartan in there. Like you don't have to, but it's just we added the option, and it's like okay, that's it, it, you know I'm okay with that too because I would love to run around in my own Spartan. Um, but whoever's like I guess the host would just be Master Chief. Um, and so that's mm-hmm. really all I really want. It's not very. Uh, it's not very a big list, so I just need a few more tweaks, and I'd be happy. Chris, do you have a wish list? More content would be great. I'd love, like, a after story. Not Spartan Ops. Like, an after story <laughs> that maybe is your Spartan doing shit on the rig. That your multiplayer Spartan? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That would be nice. Maybe more like world events and stuff like that, just so that there's something to do once you beat the game mm-hmm. on single player and co-op. Um, though I and then like any kind of story DLC, I'd be happy with. But in reality, um, <laughs> man, three four three is going through a tough time. I don't think Halo Infinite's gonna get much, especially not single player content. Yeah, they've been quiet dead quiet well, they've had a complete upheaval and a whole mm-hmm. bunch of layoffs and so i i i think halo infinite might get some multiplayer updates but i don't think we're going to be getting much else yeah and i wonder i wonder why that is so i was talking to tom in a chat the other day and uh, you know a lot of people play campaign a lot of people play multiplayer i would imagine more play multiplayer uh, but I would love to see the split, like how many people play through the campaign versus how many people play multiplayer. It must be a lot more multiplayer if they were to if they're to just come. They built this cool world for us to 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 play around in, and they built this cool story um, for us to experience. But they're just not gonna do anything more with it, which feels like a big miss to me. Well, you, you, there's one thing that pushes the love for the the game more than anything else colin it's a it's a little bit of money so you know they can make a lot of money on microtransactions and cosmetics and doing all these events and getting people to play with all these events where it's a lot harder to create content for a campaign for people to keep coming back to Mm -hmm. because you have to craft a full story and it's a lot more but they've they've maintained the campaign as an element of the game. Like remember, Call of Duty uh, a couple of years back just didn't have a campaign in it, and I'm sure that was based off of data that I'm just talking about, right? Like, well, most people just play multiplayer anyway. Um, I feel like it's probably a little different in Halo, but it, it it's you know, it's just a bummer for us lore folks that want a little something more, a little side story, a little DLC, a little expansion, all that sort of stuff, but the fact that they've been completely i haven't read everything but i don't think they've mentioned anything they've just avoided the question or just said nothing when people ask what story dlc when question mark well even um i would say for the they had the xbox showcase like i know it was like a week or two week ago at this point and i was like there was rumors that like halo 3 remastered was coming out and like i sat and watched it and nothing there was nothing on halo and then i watched the extended one there was nothing on halo they had more halo in other games that were like adding the master chief into their game than Mm -hmm. actually halo was was saying anything so like they've been very very quiet Mm -hmm. yeah which is a bummer. Like I said, they I feel like it's a big miss that they have this giant open world that they could be adding things to for us to experience, but they're they're not because to your point, it's not 
a business um, not viable or they're not going to make money off it or whatnot. I mean, maybe they could charge a couple bucks and I would buy it. Um, but I'm sure it's a dollars and cents thing, which is just too bad. So we'll see. I mean, I, I would love, I, th I think at some point, I don't know, maybe this is my wishful thinking. I think at some point there's going to be a story DLC of, or enhancement or like a new, uh, a new campaign within Halo Infinite because this was the 10 year game, right? It's still the 10 year game. So you would imagine they're got to going to update it at some point with campaign number two. Um, we just don't know when that's going to happen. Krista, do you, are you different than me? Do you think that the next Halo campaign, and again, this is just realistically, do you think the next Halo campaign is going to be in Halo Infinite or will the next Halo campaign be a completely new Halo game? Oh, I don't know. Um, it's hard to tell. I think that Microsoft was disappointed with Halo Infinite and how it went. Um, the campaign's great. It just didn't have the... It didn't have that uh, end game tale that a lot of multiplayer games have, and especially Halo games usually have, where there's a consistent player base over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. This was supposed to be, like, Halo's reboot, right? Like, yeah. Halo's, like, coming back to the scene. Like, wow, look, it's Halo again. You remember Halo's gonna be the big blowout. And it didn't do that. So, well, what's your honest opinion? Do you think it's gonna be? I I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to Halo. It's obvious that that they're doing something within three four three, that they might be sizing down the studio to outsource the development of the next Halo game. I would mm. hope that they would go with the Halo Infinite story since it was basically they just kind of reset everything. It would be. They keep resetting everything. They can't keep doing this. Yeah. Ever since Halo 3, they it's can't. been reset after reset. They have to stick with something What if they do like a soft reboot where it's like, hey, we're not... This was the no, soft no, 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 like a softer, like a softer reboot. <laughs> <A> softer one. <laughs> Even softer. <laughs> That's going to disappoint a lot of people for being softer. Um, uh, with like, I mean, it's like, hey, we're going to come out with a new campaign a DLC and it's going to be like a whole nother it's like a secondary campaign and they're like six or seven hours of gameplay and it comes with the season and so it's just kind of like a we're laying low building everything and then we're just going to be like bam here you go and it's a whole bunch of new things and so maybe that's what they're doing and I know they have stated that 343 is going to continue to make Halo games um, so I don't know if they're just trying to restructure and get everything back on track because of all the layoffs that they had and and whatnot. Something that you touched on, Krista, um, I, I think, and a lot of franchises do this, is they they, they let other developers develop their games. Um, mm -hmm. But there still is the core development, too. So I feel like, and again, this is probably wishful thinking, but I would love for them to just kind of open the license and say, okay, here, X, Y, and Z studio. Now there's three Halo games in um, in development, and they're all still in the same lore, canon, you know, stuff. But they're just different ways to experience Halo. I feel like well, and Microsoft has acquired so many fantastic game studios, and yeah. you could throw it to a lot of different people, and it would be a really good game. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, I think three four three would be best as almost like lore keepers of the series, and just deal with making everything consistent and making work within the universe make sure the looks are correct mm -hmm. make sure all of that and then maybe someone else deals with the nitty-gritty of gameplay and, yeah you know just kind of the logistical stuff and the the hard the hard things about game development like coding and yeah and, and they have talented people there i'm sure oh know. they do no we're not we're not saying that i think it's just no. maybe they don't have enough to to meet demand i feel like demand is still decent for halo um you know, you see other franchises that doing a lot more. I mean, Star Wars is huge, but Star Wars has multiple games in development, you know, from different developers. So something similar to that model. I know the scale isn't the same, but I feel like they could do cool things if they did that. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. Um, realistically, I do think because they they said I've, I've already gone through my wish list kind of in, in the episode, so I won't rehash those ideas, but... Um, 
for my prediction, I feel like because they said, okay, this is the 10 year plan. I do think there will be a, like a campaign two in Halo Infinite because I mean, we're in what year three or four of when they originally were going to release it, I guess when they oh, actually yeah. released yeah, it, yeah, wait, it was like supposed um, to be 2020. We're in year two. So, and if they are going to indeed use this as a platform, if that, if that strategy hasn't changed, feel like we're going to have to at least get one more campaign thing in Halo Infinite proper. I don't know when that would be, but I feel like they they've done all this work already. Um it would it would seem to me that to silly to abandon that and completely build something brand new. So I think realistically we are going to get another campaign within Halo Infinite. Um and then that'll probably be it. It'll probably just be two and then maybe the new platform will be built from there or maybe halo dies who knows <laughs> i mean i'd hate for that to happen but it's if... so sad i love I, halo so, so you're much. saying i got this this odst tattoo for nothing then if it's gonna die please don't say <laughs> yeah, that yeah you're gonna have to oh, i'll do rainbows and butterflies I, mean, that, that's, I think that's something that you know we as a podcast and other people that that like halo youtube content creators need to realistically think about is like is there an end to halo new halo stuff and it feels like there is like that's more of a reality now. I feel like where we're at, versus you know the lead up into or even even like after Halo Five, you know I think a lot of the conversation was like, well, Halo Infants kind of make or break for Halo, yeah. um, and I feel like we're at that point where it's yeah, based off of what we're we're seeing and hearing and support and layoffs and all that other sort of stuff, maybe it is actually make or break. Um, I don't know. I don't want to be a doomer, but it just feels like. It's it's a weird. State it's it's right more now. of a reality that Halo goes away now. I feel like than it was three years ago. Yeah. And it's so sad. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sad. Mm-hmm. Like Halo, Halo Infinite was like supposed to be like the uh, the godsend to the right. franchise to get it back on track. And yeah, you and, know. and again, we all like the game. We all love the we game. We love the game. We're just being realistic. Yeah. And reality is sad. <laughs> mm. Reality sucks. Exactly. All right, uh, Lucas, anything else you want to add? No, I think that's pretty much sums it up. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't mean to be a downer, but I just just speaking real real talk a bit, um, you know, we would love to continue this series forever and ever and ever and ever, but just we're reading tea leaves, and it's they're, they're not going the direction we want them to go. So maybe they'll prove us wrong, and maybe something will pop up, but with the summer games announcements happening... And Halo doing nothing as a part of those, it is a little concerning. All right, that will do it for our debriefing of the co-op campaign experience in Halo Infinite. On the next episode, we'll be playing Gears of War? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Aaron's been pushing that one. (laughs) Exactly. No, don't Maybe tell. Don't Assassin's ask David Creed about Assassin's Creed. Happens. No, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> we could do Zelda. Don't. We can do Gears of War. We could oh, do God. all sorts of stuff. Go back to we will see. Send us your thoughts at podcastevolved.gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. You can also support the show by visiting Evolved on Patreon or by signing up for that Manscaped I mentioned at the top of the show. Get 20% off Manscaped plus free shipping with the promo code EVOLVED at manscaped.com for everything Evolved has to offer visit evolvedhalo.com until next time Evolve Evolved Evolved